Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. My life is in shambles as I am organizing this table to record. I feel like um, it would be more appropriate if it was My Life is in Ruins, that Nina Vardalis. Nia. Nia. Nia Vardalis. Nia Vardalis film, which was a film. My Life in Ruins. My Life in Ruins, yeah. Yeah. It was was one of her many follow-ups to My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Right, right. I prefer Connie and Carla. Which I have not seen. Which I, I... This is... Okay. I have made a promise to myself that I am not going to judge people for the things they have not seen, read, or whatever. subtext Michael Ryan. <laughs> and that I'm going to replace it with, um, what well, what gem. a gift you have waiting for you. <laughs> right. Right? But when it comes to Connie and Carla, um, blasphemy. Okay, this is a film that must be seen. Okay. Okay, so we're going to have to change this for you. Okay. However, it's like... I don't think it's streaming anywhere right. and like finding DVDs of it is really hard right now. I'm sure. So in our, in our, in this economy, <laughs> if somebody has it on DVD and wants to send it our way, right. you know, please mm-hmm. feel free. Right. Welcome to trail mix by gaze at the national parks. What are we talking about this week on trail mix? Dusty? Well, if you're listening today, which is the day this comes out, it is Christmas Eve. It is Christmas Eve. Yes. So happy holidays, happy holidays from Gaze at the National Park. If Christmas is something you celebrate, right? Or if Hanukkah is something you were celebrating, right? Or if you celebrate Kwanzaa or any of the other December holidays right. that happen, um, I hope you're enjoying yourself. Yeah. Have yourself a merry little whatever. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Put that on a t-shirt. Yep. Yeah. Today's episode is called giving and receiving yes and we're going to be discussing the ethics the um the strategy and everything else that comes with gift giving some people like really think of it as a sport some people get really stressed out about it some people get really creative with it some people don't participate some people don't participate i'm or some people make like as little effort as possible right 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 i'm doing my own thing this year (laughs) yes (laughs) 
Right. My mantra as of late has been saying no to others is saying yes to yourself. Technically right. speaking, if you did not give gifts to others, you would have more things for You've yourself. Had, you, you would have more cheddar for yourself. <laughs> more cheddar for yourself. To, you know, right. exchange at the cheddar bank. Um, Mike, what is your relationship to gift giving? Uh, so here's the thing. I really like gift giving. But in the past few years, I have just really felt the sting of December. And I've started to refer to December as a garbage monster month because it comes for us all and there seems to be no escape. So with that being said, I, for several years, was like a crazy person with gift giving. Um, And I would do a lot of handmade gifts. And that is just like a time consuming process. And then last year, I like went full stop. I was like, I'm done. I'm sorry. This is expensive. This is ridiculous. I would rather just celebrate your birthday. I feel it's a little crazy to be an insane person to try to get gifts for people or make gifts for people for like one day of the year. I, it kind of turned me off last year. I've kind of like rebounded a little this year and I'm sort of doing some gift giving again. But what about yourself? Well, uh, that'll be $75 for this hour of therapy. <laughs> right. Thank you. you. I know. And I had a lot. Had, um, well, you know what? I have, I have so many close friends and family whose birthdays are right around the holidays too. So that makes life right. even more difficult. I have something to say about birthdays. Now that we're on the subject of birthdays, oh. um, here's here is my feeling about birthdays. Is that um, now? Let me just say, I do love the holidays. I go all out. I'm a big gift giver. I love it. I'll talk about my obsession with gift wrapping in a minute. But when it comes to birthdays, when I grew up in Mississippi. Birthdays were a lovely, special thing, and I do feel the culture around birthdays in the South is totally different than the culture around birthdays in the Northeast. How so? Well, when I was growing up, like, your birthday, it was, to me, my understanding of birthday was not like, everyone stop and focus on me. Mm-hmm. It was like, the people in your life and Everybody all of you. Everybody look at me, <laughs> me. Everybody. Every episode, guys. <laughs> no. There was always like a moment in the day where you would, there would take time to like take a moment and celebrate this person. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you. The idea of like, well, I'm not going to go to work because it's my birthday. Or I don't want to go to school. It's my birthday. Or you have to do this t- for me. It's my birthday. That does, that never existed. Right, right, right. In any of my experience growing up in Mississippi, I moved to the Northeast and it's somebody's birthday and it's like full stop full stop i'm expected to like stop everything and worship you for a moment and i'm like i'm sorry no yeah here and this is where my bitterness i don't ascribe to that either i know you don't which is why we're friends yeah but i and here is my beef with that girl everybody has a birthday this does not this date i'm sorry does not make you special bye Uh -uh. no i'm sorry now, if you have reclaimed some other day in your life where you're like, you know what? This is the day that I decided to um, come out. Or right. this is the day that I decided to um, be honest about this other thing in my life. And you want to claim that as the day to celebrate? Oh, like I am I am in your corner already. Right. I am already there. I'm already giving you a gift on this day. Right. But when people are like, well, for my birthday this year, I think I'm going to go to um, the Bahamas. Uh, like, you're coming, right? We are not friends. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. No, I don't. Well, first of all, I don't surround myself with people who I have nobody in my life has ever said that to me. Right. 
And the thing is, I cut them out. <laughs> I do not remember other people's birthdays right. because I do not care about my own. Okay, like I feel the same way. I do not think right. that everybody needs to stop right. for me. I actually can't stand yeah. the attention for that. Please give me attention for other things. Yeah, I seek attention in many ways, but not on my birthday. Right. I no feel like I've. You. I feel like I've followed like a very similar path in the last like several years. Where I, I also just feel like when you get older, it's like. It is just another day and it's like, it's really nice when someone does remember and like just wishes you a happy birthday or like if there's like an an unexpected gift that you're not expecting because I don't expect much on my birthday anymore. You know what I mean? I feel like when you're in your teenage years and younger, that's when you're like, oh my God, like I got a car or like I got a power wheels. I mean, if you are privileged enough to (laughs) live in this situation, right? right, that's your truth. You're right. You're right. You're right. Sure. But I just feel like... um getting older it's just like okay whatever it's just another day it's just it is just another day and no i i my my tolerance for birthday celebration like if somebody's like we're doing a thing at a restaurant and i want to do it like it's super casual and it's just like an excuse to get people together Mm -hmm. that's way more okay with me than like me getting emails about it for five months in a row. Right. Like about this one day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, goodbye. Okay. That was my diatribe about birthdays. I know, but I feel like it opened a lot of other doorways. I mean, really right now I feel like I could talk extensively about bachelor bachelorette parties (gasps) and how ridiculous that culture is. They all fall into the same category. You know what? Here we go. This does fall under giving and receiving though. I want to, it does. I want to reference a Whitney Cummings joke from her, um, one of her first stand-up specials, Emotional Ninja. She says, she goes, I'm sorry, I have to get you a gift when you get engaged, when you get married, and when you have a baby, right. why do I have to get you a gift every time you make a mistake? Right. No one bought me a gift when I bought a neon. Yeah. So that Whitney Cummings, shout out to you, girl, because I love you. Yeah. Um. But seriously, like I, uh, the wedding culture of that. Yeah, wedding culture is let, ridiculous. Let's talk about this wedding is giving gifts and receiving. That I give. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Yeah, you have I, a standard gift. I have a standard gift. Everybody gets the same gift. Cod. Right. Right. <laughs> Everybody, Two cod wrapped in newspaper. Everybody gets the same gift. The smelliest gift. gift. They know it's from Dusty. Because I cannot stand the idea of having to put in time and energy into like figuring out. Well, first of all, if you register for gifts, ugh. Like I get why people do it, and I understand. Like, uh, like I'm not, I'm not judging anybody for doing that, but. I mean, there's already not thoughtfulness anymore. Right. One. Two, I also, d- like, I don't feel like now I'm going to reference Chelsea Handler, who makes okay. a joke about this, go. who All says, lady comics, I don't do really care to go in with a friend on a pillowcase as a gift right. at a wedding. Right. So I give Home Depot gift cards. Right. Shout out to Home Depot. HD. Um, no, I just feel like um, with the culture of registries too i also feel like we've had a few friends get married in the last few years i feel like the registries were pretty small because this kind of goes along with why i was put a full stop to um to gift giving last year it's like at this point in our lives what do we need that we cannot buy ourselves and so it's like and money is just ridiculous or, or to like, just like exchange back really and forth at all right do you really need it at all so i think that you know that also is something to be said it's like 
you're an adult, you can get whatever you want sort of thing. Right. So this leads me to my deep appreciation for your handmade gifts. Mm. You, as we have said many times, Mike is an artist. All of his artwork is on our Instagram mm-hmm. at Gaze of the National mm-hmm. Parks. Uh, but you, uh, you do many things. You are a painter. You are a sculptor. You are um, like a ceramicist. A, is that what they're called? Yeah. Oh, yeah. a ceramicist. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's a drag name waiting to happen. <laughs> ceramicist. <laughs> ceramicist. Well, I think her name would be like ceramicist. Right. Ceramicist. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do woodworking. Yeah. And yep. you also like, like sketch and draw with pencil and, yep. you know, Design you everything. also do paper cutting. Yep. I do. And as your friend, I benefit from all of this. <laughs> yes, you do. I have, what is this called? A hamsa. I have a hamsa that you created for me. Also, you ceramicized the state of Mississippi <laughs> for me. Ceramicized. Um, yep. An ornament, like, but I've um, left it on my wall. It sounds like, um, who sang let's get f- it sounds like an olivia newton john like workout take ceramicize ceramicize your life ceramicize yep. right you also did a paper cut of my name yep. my last name yep um but there is one i made you a yarn bowl you did it's out there yep um i there is one gift that i want to talk about though and i might get emotional talking okay. about it um last year um this is for your birthday around this time um i my family lost our dog um, his name is Jackson and he was a border collie mix. One of the smartest like creatures I've ever met in my life. We lost him to lymphoma. He had a very long, beautiful life. And then when this dude over here, uh, when you created, well, when you, um, uh, for my birthday, you were like, I have a gift for you. And I was like, why it's my birthday. You know, I don't care about this. And you were like, no, 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 I have something for you. And um, I think it was kind of like birthday Christmas. It was sort because of they like gave you another gift that time too. Yeah, it which, was like a doubler. It was a doubler. You yeah. gave me a pen and ink sketch of Benjamin Franklin as David Bowie. David Bowie, Bowie which is my favorite. <laughs> um, but I opened this, and it was a portrait, a painted portrait of my dog, and I burst into like sobbing tears, and I FaceTimed my mom. And I showed it to her, and she also burst into sobbing tears. Mm-hmm. So thank you. This is like a treasured item for my family, and I so deeply, deeply appreciate that. You're welcome. Giving and receiving. I have also. I also make some handmade gifts. You do not like you make handmade gifts, but I make. Um, I crochet. You do. So I crochet scarves and blankets and hats and whatever. Yeah, you you dug yourself into a deep hole one year. I did of crocheting. I did. It was real bad. It was real bad. You're I like, was like this, I'm going to make blankets this for gift. everybody. Yeah. And then I didn't realize how much time I would yeah. need. Um, but I made you a blanket. Yeah, that was the year of the Yarn Bowl Blanket Exchange. That's right. The infamous Yarn Bowl Blanket Exchange That's right. of but 2017. I, but it took no, me... I didn't have it done in time for the no. holidays. Like I think took, you actually did have mine done, but you were like, there's these other people and they're not as important. Yeah, no, I... <laughs> <laughs> and I have their one, blankets later. I have one blanket that I've been making for my friend Tony literally for five years and it's not done mm-hmm. because... What are you, this, like Rapunzel? You right, know, you're this weaving, one right? stitch Is that Rapunzel? I've done, I guess... Uh, we What? What's, who's there? Someone that like weaves things and then undoes the weaving every night, or was that a Greek myth? That oh, that's not Rapunzel. That's, um, that's Odysseus's wife. She's like weaving this thing. I can't believe yeah. you thought it was Rapunzel. That's right. I'm sorry. Listen, there was some weaving going on there. I'm pretty sure. 
uh, her hair. Her hair. Like, mm. he climbed up her hair. No. That's what went on. Oh, I was thinking Rumpelstiltskin. Right. Which is uh, deeply problematic because, like, he literally is like, well, do this and I'll, I'll or I won't have to marry you. Like, right. it's, it's deeply horrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, um, I can't remember her name. From, who's Odysseus's wife? What's okay, her name? Okay, well, her. Her. She's, like, weaving something, and then she's, like, at night, like, undoing it because there's all these suitors that are, like, I want to marry you, I want to marry you. Oh. And then she's, like, when this tapestry is done, and she's, oh, like, see. slowly undoing it at night, and then they discover it, and they're, like, yo, girl, well, we're having a contest I, right now. When I made this blanket or endeavored to make this blanket for my friend Tony I bought a ton of yarn I mean I've spent hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars on yarn making this blanket and it's still not done and I still have to buy more but I told him I was like by the end of this this is going to be folk art I was like so you might as well just like get ready to just make it a tapestry get a giant frame seriously hang it in the museum of your life now that we're talking about this I want to talk about my obsession with gift wrap okay so I love wrapping gifts I love, love, love it so, so, so much because to me, I'm now I'm going to quote Martha Stewart. Um, she is, you were just like a veritable, I'm, I'm like, here for it. Quote, quote website right now. Uh, you know, you should put as much thought into the wrapping of the gift as you have done the gift that is inside. Mm. Now, I'm not one to give gifts to people that I don't really know, or um, I give gifts to people I deeply care about. I love gift wrap because I think like it's such like a great way to make something look really nice, and it's such a fun surprise when you get to open it. Mm-hmm. And my mom is an extraordinary gift wrapper, and when I was little, she used to make me practice on empty boxes before she would allow me to like wrap gifts for the family. Christina. (laughs) Seriously. So now I have exceeded her in the sort of like um, gift wrap expertise. Mm -hmm. I don't know that she would agree, but I, I agree. I think that's true. Okay. Um, Just the same way that like Martha Stewart's daughter has, is a better cook than she is. Oh, she had a she her daughter had a show for like a short period of time and okay. i really liked her all right um but anyway so and the the opposite of mr um mr dusty over here with his fabulous gift wrap is me who's like i think gift wrap is stupid i think it's wasteful i just want to like hand you the thing that i got you which is end. why sometimes i will wrap gifts for you right haven't i done that before no no Mm-mm. that's other people that's people in my and uh, co-workers of mine who are like I, I mean you do a beautiful do job this, and I'm like just give it to me and I'll wrap it for I, you listen I think it's beautiful you do a beautiful job with it but I also just think it's like waste like a waste of money and it's I wasteful. just think like it's, yeah, it's wasteful true. and it's listen, a waste of blah 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 listen I get it you yeah. know what I am really green in many other parts of my life but not this one right. now <laughs> let me say this because Pour I love gift wraps so much I I have gift wrapping themes each year you do and um, here are some famous gift wrapping themes I have mm-hmm. done, like in of the past. Mm-hmm. We have a coffee table book, t- coffee table book ready. Oh, for we this. do yeah. easily. So Dusty's the gift first wrappings. year I ever did it, um, the theme was called "It's Raining Gold Again," mm-hmm. because um, so every year the theme of my gift wrap is connected to something I did that year that I was important to me. Mm-hmm. So that year I had worked on a project with these kids who had created the song. It's raining gold again mm. about this princess who had golden hair. And when it would rain, Rapunzel. kind of, but not exactly. She, I made them, they wanted to make this sort of um, story about 
this whenever this princess was around it would rain gold and i they were like five and six years Mm -hmm. old and i told them they had to explain the science to me of how that worked and then they could (laughs) include it in the play and they were like well she if she's in an area then it rains and her hair gets wet and then the gold gets evaporated into the sky and then it will rain gold back down again as part of the water cycle and then i was like okay great then you can include this in the play Hmm. proof uh, dramaturgical research dramaturgical she anyway the um other themes i've had in the past are um christmas and the colonies Mm -hmm. i did a very sort of old like colonial gift Mm -hmm. wrap um inspiration i also did uh the year oh one year i did like an i found this gorgeous floral paper so i did a whole thing about um Ophelia was my thing Mm -hmm. and she uh, has this speech about flowers like toward the end of Hamlet before she runs off and throws herself off of a bridge so um, I did this whole like Ophelia thing yeah and as part of my gift wrap there's always a part of it you can take off of it and turn into an ornament for your tree I have that piece hanging up remember what is it Rosemary there was a quote about Rosemary yeah there was a quote about Rosemary you should know it I don't remember it right now Pray you remember, something like that. <laughs> yes. This is Rosemary, pray you remember. Yes, exactly. Something like that. A lot of the other quotes from Ophelia in that monologue are like, um, I would give you lilacs, but they all died when my father died. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's really deeply tragic, yeah. that whole monologue. Anyway, so, but I, that was like the most uplifting one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, right. So there's that. And then the year that I was in Scotland, I did a celebration of the Scottish tartan, mm-hmm. so everything was just plaid. I have that ornament plaid. on my tree. Yeah. Then, and I did like, um, and then my, that year, like always the ornament is always the tag. Like right. the tag to let me know yes. who the gift is to yep. and from is always an ornament and somehow. And then um, last year I did the Book of Kells from mm-hmm. uh, Ireland. And then this year, the theme is... National Porks. The WPA poster artwork of the national parks. Yeah. So, but like, for instance, I found somebody was throwing away a WPA poster calendar from last year, and they are all blown up and huge. And I was like, don't throw that away. I'll use that for my gift wrap. And then... Um, so people, only 12 people got gifts this year is what you're telling me? Well, I, I don't... I can't um, do that. I can't do it for every single person right, right. because um, I also travel for Christmas. So I don't travel with all of that right, stuff right, right. to do that. So um, when, but I do it for friends, coworkers and things like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. The, um, the ornament this year is a, a smaller version of the poster. And then on the back is all this information about the poster. And I got that because I found this book about the WPA artwork and then I just like ripped it apart and I've turned it into ornaments. Great. Beautiful. I look forward to our gift exchange. Yes, I do too. This week. And with that, let's end this episode with a game. Right. You've heard of Build-A-Bear. Well, we're going to build a Hallmark movie. That's right. That's right. Well, this is a game we play on the trail. Right. Sometimes where we'll pick a genre and then we're like, Oh, let's write a screenplay movie for this for this genre. Right. And also let's then cast it. And then cast it. Right, exactly. right. Exactly. Right. 
we came up with a pretty awesome like horror film while we were waiting like in line thriller, psychological for like thriller an hour and a half at the at the car rental place yep, at the las vegas airport that's right um it was the only thing that and kept us it sane. was it was um to very briefly summarize it we had we had cast Conrad Ricamora from, from How to Get Away with How Murder. to Get Away with Murder, and he was this like new young teacher at this new. I think he like, was the librarian actually, librarian slash librarian. That's right at yeah. this new school at that was on an island, right? And it we was like a, a boarding school, by, and then there were none too. I a think. little bit, we had yeah, both yeah, just yeah. Read that, yeah. And you could only like get there was only one boat once yeah. a week or something, yeah. and um. But it just like unraveled all these like secrets, secrets about the past of the school mm-hmm. and how everybody's connected to the oh, occult yeah. and like things like that. And yeah. he was going to be sacrificed. And then, we worked like, on this the whole trip. We too. did. Yeah. And then, oh yeah, we have the notes. I have them somewhere. And then at the end, like the twist was like that he was in on it the whole time and that he was like actually turned everyone else into a pawn. Right. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was genius. And I'm yeah. like, we need to write that movie. But now we just spoiled the ending. So thank you for that. Well, you don't know how we got there. <laughs> they don't know. Let's talk about our Hallmark film and what we're going to do with it. Let's do it. Okay. So when it comes to Hallmark Christmas movies, I feel like, um, I feel like they always start with a title and then they build it off from there. Right, right, right. What, and the title is always like punny and it right. has the word Christmas in it somehow. Right. So what is what is the title of our Hallmark movie? Mm, what is the title of our Hallmark mil- movie? It is gotta have the name Chris. It's gotta have the Christmas in it. It's gotta have Christmas mm. and it's gotta have like some, it'll end up being a double meaning somehow. I think Christmas Rose. Christmas Rose. And our main character's name is Rose. Okay, her name so, is Rose. Yeah. I have another thought about okay. how this title can come tie in later. Okay, tie in. great, great. Okay, so Christmas Rose. Um, central character, her name is Rose. Her name is She's Rose. She's probably played by a white woman. Right, most likely. You know what? Let's do this. Let she is played by a fierce, strong Latina woman. Great, I love it. Who and, do you have in mind? Um, oh, uh, Gina Rodriguez. Okay, from um, Jane the Virgin. Okay, she yes, great. I don't know that she would do this movie. She doesn't need to do Hallmark movies in this moment in her career. Sure. So let's talk about plot points here. Okay, great. So Christmas Rose. Um, I feel like Rose is... Um, is she a high-powered lawyer in New York City? No, I feel like she is slightly creative. Like, rather than, like, a lawyer, she ha- she's in some city. Okay. But I feel like she's in... I feel like Rose is in, like... Maybe um, a Californian city? Yeah, I, like, maybe she's in San Francisco. And the magic of the end of this movie is that there's snow for the first time in oh, decades. Oh, okay, Beautiful. perfect. It's, it's a warm weather place. There we go. Okay, great, perfect. <laughs> great. Sorry, I so, spoiled the ending for everyone earlier. So, Christmas Rose. Right. She, Rose lives in... San Francisco. San Francisco, but her family is from... Somewhere in the some suburbs. Some tiny little yeah. town in California. And they're, and they're Rose Farmers. Do, does one farmer rose? I don't rose? think so. <laughs> no. no. Okay. No. But I think, um, n- however, I think like her grandmother owns a shop mm-hmm. that is a Christmas shop mm-hmm. and it's called the Christmas Rose. Okay. Also, I think the title is not Christmas Rose. I think it's the Christmas Rose. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so. Um, is it the Christmas comma Rose? The Christmas <laughs> Rose. <laughs> so I, she goes, I think. For, I think her grandmother is ill, so she has to go back. Mm-hmm. And while her grandmother is like in recovery, 
or or is in the hospital, she has to now run this little tiny Christmas okay. store. Great, great, great. Right. And of course, who works at the Christmas store but a former um, beau. No, no, oh. no. It's the it's the neighbor boy. Oh, okay. he they were neighbors forever okay. and now he works there and he was like a little brother but now he's like older and played by Mario Lopez. Oh, okay. Exactly. And like gorgeous and beautiful. Right, and right, right, right. And all of those things. Uh-huh. And he's also just like, oh, I haven't seen you in so long. Like I, you know. Like, right. And, and they're like, oh, <laughs> I was just, um, right. I was just folding these scarves. I mm-hmm. didn't even see you there. Mm-hmm. Like it was. I feel like he of... doesn't only work at the store, though. I feel like he has some other like talent that he like does on the side. Oh like, yeah, but he's it's... got like a wood shop or something. Right, right, right. And, but yeah. it's but it, it's soft. It's a slow reveal, though. It's a, it's a soft talent. It's a soft talent, meaning okay. like he like if he has a wood shop, right. it's like he makes cribs for children. Right. Or he like <laughs> makes beds for children. Right. Exactly. Right. Like okay. it's some sort of like sensitive, very right. kind of like yeah. soft kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course the grandmother doesn't make it to the end of the movie. No. No, but there are all these other events that like her grandmother was a part of and right. like, she's really learning all about what her grandmother did right. all throughout. Her grandmother's also named Rose. So there, are there some flashbacks too that happen? Like, oh, yes. In like the deep past exactly. of like older and Rose's Gina life. Rodriguez plays young Rose. Oh my God. I know, exactly. And so Hallmark Channel it's really about the all of the like, she has all of these like um, all the flashbacks are about how she built the, the Christmas business Rose. that she now has. Right. And so young Rose is now like stepping into this and she now has to like, she's discovering and learning all of these things about exactly how connected this store is to this community. Oh my gotcha. God. I kind of want to seriously see this movie. Right. I now, think we just wrote a movie. We did just write a movie, <laughs> but I'm serious. Like, right. um, all these ways that her store helps people and like right. um, helps people when mm-hmm. they are when they are in need and like you know whatnot and um, she learns about all of this mm-hmm. all through this journey mm-hmm. and then by the end of it like I think she'll probably start including like baby cribs for sale right. as par- in mm-hmm. the store in the store and that he because can come she, in and she join and Mario become husband and wife they, of course they do right there's a, a flash forward of them like you know and like photos on a mantle of their wedding oh, well yeah no 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 yeah. they're gonna get married on Christmas right. in the store right. with everybody from right. the town right. to be there right there has to be and some sort of now there has to be some sort of event like right. happening in the town that she is like because her grandmother is in the hospital she's responsible for like making happen it's, it's, and through the process of building that is that when she discovers all this about right, her grandmother. Right. I think it's like the annual Christmas like market or parade that is like a staple of the town since it's staple like of the town founding. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Totally. And then um, who's going to do a very special song for this movie? Oh, who would do a very special song? I want Darlene Love to do a very special song. Can it? Yes. Darlene. Oh, I love that. Darlene yeah. Love. Yeah. Yeah, and it would also be called the Christmas Rose, right? Yeah, right. I love, I love it, I love it. Right, I'm, I'm here for it. Uh, me too. You know what? Okay, I know I come for Hallmark movies all the time, right? You, yeah, you really but are like, cutthroat. This, I think this is why people love Hallmark movies for the exact same reason that we just discovered right, right here in this yeah. moment. What a beautiful, beautiful moment we just had. Happy holidays, everybody from Gays at the National Parks. Happy holidays, guys.
This has been Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. And we're here to remind you to hike early and to hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Follow us on Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. The theme song and original music was written and performed by Dave Seaman with Mariella Klinger. All original artwork featured on Instagram is by Michael Ryan. 